Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. You might, especially I think during these very difficult times, you might feel a deep call to purpose, uh, an urgency about doing something. But what is it you're supposed to be doing? Well, if you're asking yourself those questions, you might be part of what my guest calls the second wave. And Carrie Hummingbird is here today to help you maybe clear some earth amnesia to remember who you really are and what you came here to do. Are you ready to meet her? Carrie Hummingbird inspires people to live their lives wide awake. She catalyzes mind shifts that turn life challenges into gifts of wisdom with her Reinvent Yourself programs for individual and group mentoring. Carrie's the author of The Second Wave, Transcending the Human Drama, and Awakening to Me, One Woman's Journey to Self-Love. That describes the early years of her spiritual awakening. Carrie served as a social activist, leader, and philanthropist for more than 30 years. She's the founder of the Skills Not Pills movement and is the host of the Soul Nectar Show. You can find out more about Carrie and her work at CarrieHummingbird.com. Carrie, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Karen. I really appreciate you and, and all of your audience and just sending love and blessings during this really turbulent time we're experiencing right now. Absolutely. And this, I think that's where I want to start. Just looking at you and looking at your work, what is your, your view and, and maybe sort of your, your guidance, your wisdom about what's happening on the planet right now? What the heck? Like what? <laughs> Well, we all knew that 2020 was going to be a big year of change. It's been predicted for quite a while. It's in the astrology. We knew this was going to happen. And I have to confess, I didn't see it coming quite this way. Um, but the messages I had all along was that all of the systems, uh, the patriarchal systems were going to come tumbling down. And sure enough, this tiny little virus all by itself is doing just that. So what I'm getting the message is that we're moving into a big time of self-mastery, an up-leveling on the planet of the kinds of lessons that would be really uh, suitable for older souls, more advanced souls. And we're moving out of the kinds of lessons that would be um, for younger souls. So you could think of this like a, um, a couple of different ways. One way to think about this is that this is a very... Um, we're doing a lot of clearing on the planet of lots and lots of karma that isn't going to serve us as we move forward into new earth. And so um, some souls have agreed to uh, be vessels, to allow their vessels, their human forms, to release that karma from their ancestral lines in the form of this uh, coronavirus. and Because it does attack the lungs and the throat, which is all of the grief and all of the unforgiven things in the lungs from many, many, many generations. 
being purged out and then the throat is not speaking about it right it's the throat chakra is like been clogged up because people are not supposed to speak about these things so now that's getting all cleared out and so some souls um, are doing that work of clearing through this coronavirus if they haven't maybe been proactive or done the work other ways and um, some people are losing their their incarnation their life their physical form but they're not gone they're just helping us from the other side of the veil you know so you could think of it like there's a big changeover there's a, a big purging of thousands of years of content and there's a big stepping into a new level of mastery on the planet that some souls quite frankly don't want to be incarnated for they're just not ready for this level of mastery like um, a lot of uh, light workers I've heard say it's almost like instant karma right now like, like I think something passionately and then it happens mm. so you know that takes mastery it takes mastery to live in a time like that, to um, be mindful of your thoughts and be mindful of your emotions, to not be creating um, bad content for yourself, you know, negative outcomes. It takes mastery. So some souls are just not ready for that. It's just too much to ask. So they're just kind of exiting the, the physical plane for a little while and let us have this period of mastery where we transition the planet into the next phase. So I'll stop there and just see what questions you have about that. So in this kind of what, the way it's been shown to me, it's like a shift change, right? Where one yes. set of workers leaves and the new set of workers comes in, <laughs> right? All carrying our lunch buckets and like ready to go. So <laughs> yes. Just, right? So I think what I would ask you is what, why do we, mm, why do we need a shift change and what happens in the new earth? Like what are we stepping into? I, I talk to a lot of people who are, holding so much anxiety and, and fear about this. And it is scary. There are things to be anxious about, but it's almost like, how could this be a, how could this be a good thing? How can something good happen when there is also so much anxiety and fear at the same time? Well, you know, fear and anxiety are catalysts for transformation almost every single time up until now on this uh, plan of existence. I tend to believe that we're moving into another phase where we won't need that as a catalyst anymore, where we can we can play more in the nuances and learn our lessons a little with more ease and grace. But uh, up until now on this planet, fear and pain is how people learn. And I think about my own transformation and how I had to go all the way down into the dark tunnel in order to decide to, you know, start a whole new life, to to reinvent myself. I needed to feel like, wow, this is a, this is a dead end and I need to now move forward. And so you'll notice with this coronavirus, like it's tumbling people's lives down. All their castles made of sand are now swept away by the ocean. And now there's just a blank slate. It's like, okay. We can't keep continuing the way we've been doing it. That doesn't serve us. So we have to move forward in a new way. We're forced to move forward in a new way. We're forced to look at things. You know, we've got a big time out happening on the whole planet. Everybody's in their room, you know, like here, go to your room, be quiet. You know, <laughs> It's like, it's like Divine Mother just told us, go to your room, be quiet and think about what, what's been happening. <laughs> think mm -hmm. about your life, consider things because we need a big reset. And we were so busy. I mean, just at the beginning of this year, I don't know about you, but the pace of my life was so frenetic that I thought to myself, how am I going to keep up if this is the new earth? However, am I going to keep up with this? So we can't keep up with it. That, that's just insanity. We needed a reset. We needed a big reset. And I also believe that 
part of this reset is a huge shift in consciousness out of egoic control, you know, egoic consciousness control into soul guided control. Uh, so in other words, um, the egoic consciousness just loves to create busyness to prevent any spaciousness because spaciousness is where the soul comes in. So if we don't have space, we got no soul. You know, mm. we, we got to have space to have soul. And, you know, up until recently, the egoic consciousness, the group consciousness that we're all tapped into was creating so many reasons to be so busy that there was just no space. So that has gotten put to a halt. Because our mother came along and said, nope, <laughs> this is soul time, so be quiet and go inside and really consider your life. And if your job just fell apart, well, then that's not where you need to be putting your effort. You need to go in the direction that your heart's been guiding you that you were maybe afraid to do it because... Well, it sounded crazy at the time. Maybe it's not crazy now. Maybe it's mm. more. Maybe it's more sane, right? Well, at any place that that we leave space, there's an opportunity for something new to grow. And because, like you said, we've been right. Mother said, "You go over there and think about what you've done." Um, right? You let me know when you've thought thought this through and want to make a change. As we are sitting in that space, what we create in this time feels, at least to me, especially important. How will we move through this time, especially this part, the uncertainty, the knowing, the scary stuff, the not scary stuff? What in that spaciousness will we create? It's a big window. It's a big portal to invite your soul in. And, you know, lightworkers and people who have already been exploring this are in a really uh, good position for this time to use this time fruitfully. Uh, to really connect in with your soul, to really take a good look and a listen as to what direction is going to be best serving you and your gifts. And up until now, I think, um, I know I have felt like I've been prepared to be prepared and then prepared to be prepared and then prepared <laughs> and then prepared to be prepared because the message has been like for, I don't know, a couple of years now in my head, the time is now, the time is now. And I feel like the town crier and, and no one, and no one's listening anymore, <laughs> but now it is the time. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like well, there are many of us in that boat who've been like, okay, I've really been waiting to use my gifts. I've really been hoping that people would, you know, be ready. I think we're going to see that now. Um, I think people are, we're going to see that people are really ready for the change. And another download I got, which was really fun, is uh, I, I have worked with plant medicine quite a bit. And for anybody out there who's worked with um, ayahuasca, you know, the ayahuasca ceremony is, is based on the directions. And uh, the message I got was, Carrie, this whole year is an ayahuasca ceremony, so you're well prepared to know what's going to happen. And I was like, oh. So we just got through with the east direction, which is, you know, the prelude and the introduction and the big, beautiful light. And the fact that we already had a lot of purging in the east tells me we're going to have a really big south, which is now in April, going forward until the end of June. So the south directions when a lot of people tend to raise their hands for healings because it's getting really thick, like you're really so aware of the things in your life that need to change, that it gets really intense being with all of that. And then you raise your hand and you want some help with it. So those of us who are healers in the audience, this is our cue, like we're about to get people raising their hands and saying, 
I want a healing, then who's available? <laughs> you know, and all of us will be like, we are. You know, <laughs> we've been waiting for this. <laughs> so glad you you arrived, and um, we're here to help. Well, and for people who are listening who want to, who might feel that, like I could use this spaciousness to connect more deeply to my purpose. I feel like there's something for me to do here, but I, I, I forgot it or I ignored it and now I can't find it again. How would you guide people to make that reconnection? Well, I think the best thing to do, and it's free for everybody, is to go and connect with the earth. So the more we can align ourselves to earth consciousness, to the divine mother, the better off we're all going to be. I mean, we are created of the earth. We're made of earth. We're on the earth. And it's really, we're part of her consciousness. If you think about it this way, we are a fragment of the earth's consciousness. So in order to be healthy, we have to be balanced with the big mother. We've got to be balanced with her heartbeat. So um, if you're able to, if you're not, you know, if it's not winter and there's snow outside, if you're able to get outside and if you're able to put your feet on the ground barefoot and if you're able to hug a tree or if you're able to just lie belly to belly with the mother is really the best and just ask her to take all the heaviness, all the doubt, all the confusion and just fill you up and connect with you. That to me is like the most healing thing that we could all be doing right now. Now, your book is, is called The Second Wave. How do, how do we know if we are part of that second wave? What does it mean? Well, the second wave is a term that was uh, first revealed by Dolores Cannon. Dolores Cannon wrote some books called The Convoluted Universe and some, um, did some really deep dive hypnosis work that's called Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique. And uh, she, in this technique, she put souls down into such a deep state of hypnosis that um, she could have conversations with their souls and she could ask questions. And what she kept hearing uh, as she was interviewing different people and their souls was this, you know, I'm in the first wave or I'm in the second wave. And she started asking, what does that mean? And what the soul said was that, well, um, we're volunteers from around the galaxy that came to the planet at this time to incarnate into human beings and make the change from the inside out because we're lifting human consciousness now into the age of Aquarius and we're going to have a whole new um, experience on Earth. So we are, you know, we're from around the galaxy. We've got some skills and, and abilities and we're, we're, we've asked, we've been asked to come and help. So um, if you're part of the second wave, you're part of um, the second wave to the planet. The first wave you could think of like, um, you know, teachers that have really done a lot of really good work on the planet and paved the way like Dolores Cannon. And then the second wave would be people like, um, like, like me, like people like uh, that are current, right? That haven't really um, quite hit the scenes yet, but you've got all this skills and ability and you're sort of just sitting on this landmine of ability going, when am I going to use this? You know, when, when are people going to be interested? And, and also you might've had like a really challenging upbringing. Like your life might've been pretty challenging up until now, like difficult family situations, difficult childhood, um, lots of challenges that you've had to face. And you had this sort of inner um, conviction that things could be better than they were, like that love was more, more pure, uh, more elevated than what you were experiencing and just totally driven into personal development and healing and, and learning all these modalities in order to, to heal yourself. So these are hallmarks of a second wave person. 
is that you really were experiencing challenging things and very committed to personal growth, even if nobody else in your family is. So that is, um, and, and we're really at that time now where we just need to wake up. So earth amnesia happens to most souls on the planet. And so this plan of the second wave was crafted knowing that we would all get earth amnesia. You know? <laughs> so it was built in. So you worried about your purpose. You've already fulfilled it. You've already fulfilled a good part of your purpose by, by incarnating and doing all the work you've done up until now in your life to heal yourself. Because when you heal yourself, you heal seven generations forward and seven generations back of your ancestry. And that's what we've been here to do is clear out the human uh, karma load so that we can shift into um, new earth. So you've already done a good part of your work. Now you just got to wake up and remember that that was what you did. You know? And now you can enjoy the next part, which is being conscious um, as your soul in your body and um, navigating that space from that higher, that higher knowing, the higher perspective. There's always that conflict or I don't know, that kind of a, a, a dissonance, like a gap between people who are coming into their consciousness, who are waking up, who are remembering, who are kind of holding that higher vibration or higher ideals, and then the people around them who just don't, not because they're bad or dumb or lazy, just but because they're not looking that way, they're not oriented that way. How can someone who feels she's in the second wave kind of help or raise the vibration for people who just aren't paying attention or I don't know, maybe that's not even necessary. How do we deal with that? Yeah, it's a really good question. So um, we are all uh, beings of light, just like plants and just like plants emit photon uh, rays of light. So do we. So we're always emitting photon packages of light around everywhere that we go. And um, those photon packages of light um, contain uh, consciousness information. So everything that you've managed to heal within yourself or uplift your consciousness of within yourself, that all becomes part of the light that you admit as everywhere you go. So you don't need to talk about it. I, I made this mistake because I didn't understand this back then. Um, but sometimes talking about it creates more friction because mm. the people around you feel like, if they're not getting that download, they feel kind of like left out or, or somehow you're being superior to them and, you know, their ego gets a hold of it and they really don't like it. So it's not and it's and it's um, it's always it's not always helpful to recommend things to people like, oh, you should go read this book, The Second Wave, because <laughs> they might be like really offended, you know, <laughs> not want to read that book. So um so what I find is, uh, if and if I'd have known this then, this is what I would have done, is I would just be around those people in my inner circle or my family or that aren't awake yet. Just kind of just be. That's it. Just be and elevate the vibration just by being in space with them. Because just by being with them, even if all you're doing is talking about the weather or just innocuous things, you're still, they're spending time in your energy field. And so they're still getting benefit from being around you and they can choose to allow that ascension codes in your, in your light that's being beamed at them. They can still allow it to infiltrate their field at a soul level. And you don't, that way you bypass the ego. The ego is really committed to staying stuck in exactly where it is. Cause then it knows what's going to happen. 
So, um, you know, telling people um, how to live their life or making suggestions usually doesn't get good results when the ego is in charge. So just kind of being around them, just being around and listening and, you know, just kind of sharing your energy is, is the easiest way, the, not, the, the least uh, conflict way of engaging with people who are really not woke yet. They're not quite to that place yet. Well, in taking that, being able to show up in a in a kind of a non-judgmental way, to not try to pro- like uh, project or impose anything that I believe or am feeling or I'm going through on someone else, my ability to show up in that kind of compassionate, non-judgmental way, at least as as I see this, is also part of that shift change. Can I be in a world where everybody's at each other's throats and it's disagreement and it's who do we blame and what, right? If I can show up in a way that just holds the space, as you were saying, that's part of the shift change that's it going is. on. And it takes a courageous heart to show up with your open heart when there is a lot of turmoil going on and people are um, high conflict. But here's, you know, here's the thing. Everybody learns in this setup. So if you're more awake, that means your soul's probably just a little older, had more, some more experiences. And so your lesson now is to hold your heart open when all this is going on. That's your challenge. So you get your mastery, they get their mastery, everybody's getting the mastery that they need. So just trust that the universe and, and Pachamama knows what she's doing and we don't need to figure it out. Now, on your website, there are there's a ton of stuff available. Can you, I know we're down to just our last couple minutes together. Can you let the listeners know where they can connect with you? You lead circles. You've got books. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Can you just kind of take us through that? Absolutely. So the uh, an entry point for working with me, of course, is the book, The Second Wave, and you can find that on Amazon. Um, I also offer a free love mastery game, which gives you an introduction to the earth spirituality that I guide people in stepping into to get connected with Divine Mother and to start their own journey. That's available at my website, carriehummingbird.com forward slash play. And that gives you a little insight into what we do in Butterfly Circle, which is, um, you know, we're really opening to our our own intuition and connecting in with earth allies like the four directions and all of um, tobacco and all kinds of allies on earth that can be of great service to us. We're learning about the planet and her consciousness and how we can interact with it. So that's what we do in Butterfly Circle. So the Love Mastery Game is a really good introduction to that. And I have to ask just because I like, I like wordplay. Is it the free Love Mastery Game or is it free Love Mastery Game? <laughs> It's the love mastery game and it's free. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you can print it out. I like to play it with with an eight-sided dice because then it's like I'm I'm rolling the dice, which I think is so fun because isn't that what life is about? Yeah, that's I love it. No, I just have to check. We're a family show. I just need to we're just checking here to because <laughs> it just made me smile and see I think and it sounds like you feel the same way. One of the quickest ways to raise a vibration, one of the quickest ways to um like shift the energy in a space is to bring that humor, right? To bring that humor, bring that different way of, of looking at things. It's one of the fastest ways I know to create to create positive shift. So <laughs> Absolutely. Laughter is good medicine. 
Absolutely. So, Carrie, thank you so much for being on the show. What's the most important thing? What would you like to leave us with for listeners who are wondering, how do I hold my space in this time? How do I remember who I am? Well, I think the most important thing is to trust yourself and yourself is your soul. So to trust that voice within that's always guiding you, that constant presence that maybe you feel like looking, it's like looking in through the back of your head, through your eyes, <laughs> sort of a weird feeling, but that presence, you know, that's always constantly with you, in you, around you, surrounding you, that guides you everywhere, that self, trust yourself and you'll get guided to the right place. Mm, that's beautiful. Carrie, thank you for being on the show. It was a lot of fun to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. That is Carrie Hummingbird. Her new book is The Second Wave, Transcending the Human Drama. And you can find out more about Carrie and her work at CarrieHummingbird.com. That's K-E-R-R-I, CarrieHummingbird.com. If you go to CarrieHummingbird.com slash play, you can check out that free love mastery game that she was talking about. You can find out more about the Butterfly Circle and about some of the other ways that Carrie works with people and is one of the people who's helping shift the vibration on this planet. And of course, you're always welcome over at KarenHager.com. That's a great place for you to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session if you're so inclined. You can also always find out what's coming up next on this podcast at KarenHager.com. If you believe, as, as I do, that when we focus our attention on change, that things really do change, that even in difficult, turbulent times we can come together bring the best of us and focus on peace if you believe that i'd invite you to check out openpeacefulheart.com there are tons of free guided meditations for you to stream on that site and it's also a place where you'll get information about the monthly free 15-minute guided meditation call that my wife and i have put together we've been running it for a few years now as we go into this shift change here, um, coming together intentionally in a circle to focus on peace becomes especially important. So you are very welcome at openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.